0: You are Locked On Zags, your daily podcast on the Gonzaga Bulldogs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: Hello and welcome. It is Friday, March 26th, and you're listening to Locked On Zags, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Stephen Carr. You can follow me on Twitter, at SCargo, that is at S-K-A-R-R-G-0. And you can follow the podcast on Twitter, at Zags, and you'll get notified when each day's podcast is released. And of course, you can always rate and subscribe to the show on whatever platform you find your podcasts. Today on the show, we're going to talk about Jalen Suggs. Brenna Green will be on the show today from Creme 2 in Spokane uh, to talk about the story she ran about Suggs and how he dedicates every game to his friend who passed away. So we'll run that story and we'll talk with Brenna today on the podcast. But first, the news and notes. By the time you're listening to this, it's very possible that Hunter Salas has already committed. All signs, again, point to Gonzaga. Uh, He is the highest recruit in school history, unless something crazy has happened. Um, Again, yesterday we did a podcast talking all about Hunter Salas and the roster possibilities and what he brings to Gonzaga. So if you'd like to check that out, it is in Thursday's episode. The entire BYU women's team is coming back next season. They announced after their loss, their second round loss to Arizona, that all of their seniors will be returning uh, to take advantage of their extra year of eligibility. So that includes Paisley Harding, who ended up breaking her hand in the first round game, uh, their upset win over Rutgers. And she was very ineffective in the second round loss against Arizona. So she'll be back. And Sarah Hampson, the uh, 6'6 center who just blocks a ton of shots, she'll be back as well. Uh, to all to go along with Shaley Gonzalez, who's a superstar. So uh, they could very, very easily be the preseason number one in the WCC, especially if uh, the Worth twins and Jill Townsend don't return, which it is expected that they are not for at Gonzaga. Oklahoma head coach Lon Kruger has retired. Um, he was in coaching for 35 years, 10 years at Oklahoma. Uh, he went to the Final Four in 2016, and uh, his son actually just got hired at UNLV, and he wants to be around his son and his grandkids, and he's 68 years old, and he's had a heck of a career. Uh, His final game, obviously, was a second round loss to Gonzaga, Uh, so that is the end of a very, very, very good coaching legend in Lon Kruger. San Diego Toreros, they added two big transfer pieces the last couple of days. They added a transfer guard in uh, Bryce Monroe, who went to Sam Houston State, he was the freshman of the year last year in the Southland, uh, scoring, uh, averaging 10 points in just 21 minutes. So that's a really good add for them there. And they also gra- grabbed Terrell Brown, who's a grad transfer from Pittsburgh. Um, he's a 6'10 shot blocker, not really much of a score, but he's a shot blocker and a rebounder. Going to give them a lot of added size and a lot of athleticism. I don't think any team in the WCC was hit as hard uh, by COVID this year in pauses than San Diego, and it kind of, uh, made it tough for them to have any sort of consistency. So they're looking to bounce back next year and, and hopefully make a little bit of jump in the WCC standings. Okay, so this is a fun one. A couple of weeks ago, Gonzaga released um, a bunch of like trading cards for both the men's and the women's teams that were like a kind of a get to know the players sort of thing. And it had like, hey, what's your favorite place to be in Spokane? What's your favorite food? And then one of the things was, uh, what are the names of your pets or like, what pets do you have? And under Joel Yayi's trading card, it said pets. And he said, I don't like dogs. And so a bunch of Gonzaga fans were like, whoa, 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 hold on here. What do you mean you don't like dogs? And so yesterday he got asked what his deal with dogs is uh, in media availability prior to the Sweet 16. And he said he doesn't like dogs because you never know what they're thinking about. And he says that's very risky, which I think is pretty funny. Um, I'm a huge... Well, I you know, I didn't used to be a dog person. So I am with Joel Yai on this. When I was growing up, I was not a dog person at all. I got attacked when I was a very small child by a dog. I didn't like dogs until I actually owned one. Um, and now I'm a, a dog lover. So uh, maybe if Joel Yayi owns a dog, uh, maybe he will change his mind. But if this is the only flaw... In our beloved Joel Ayayi, then that's okay. And finally, Kelly Olenek, uh was traded to Houston yesterday in a chaotic NBA trade deadline. Uh, this is his third team of his career. He's going from Miami to Houston. Spent a few years in Miami. This season, he was averaging 10 points a game. Last season, he went to the NBA Finals with Miami. Um, it's just, it's kind of unfortunate for him. He went from this season being on one of a kind of a contending team. I think Miami's in the 4-5 or five spot in the East right now, and he got traded to Houston, who's one of the worst teams in the league. So we'll see what happens uh, in Houston with Kelly Olynyk, but he has been traded in the NBA trade deadline. That's it for the news and notes today. The rest of the show, we're going to be talking about Jalen Suggs and Jalen Suggs' passion for the game and what he has meant to Gonzaga. So all of that is coming up. If you want to bet on any of the Sweet 16 action this weekend, betonline.ag is the place to go. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. College basketball, the NBA, and the NHL are in full swing. Bet online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts use promo code LOCKED ON. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Vukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast wherever you get your podcasts. In my mind, without Jalen Suggs, I'm not sure Hunter Salas or Chet Holmgren would be considering Gonzaga. Uh, I think that's one of the many influences that he's had on this program. His one year in Spokane has been quite remarkable. He started the year with an alley-oop dunk on Kansas, which was pretty electric. He had seven threes against Iowa, and then he hit the two big daggers in the WCC title game to beat BYU. Uh, On the way back down the court, he just kept shouting over and over, this is March, this is March, this is March, and you could see how excited he was to have that moment. He's brought an explosiveness to Gonzaga that they've never really had from a point guard before. But he's also an incredibly unselfish human being with a great family, some great roots, and it's one of the many reasons he works so well in Spokane. Before every game, you can see Suggs do a pregame routine where he throws up an X with his arms and he points to the sky. Brenna Green from Creme 2 in Spokane has the story on why he does this and who he does it for.
2: They called his name Jalen Suggs from Men of the Heat. Did like this and I looked and I was like and he was like, man, I'm going to do that to the day I stop playing basketball. Huh?
0: Jalen Suggs is one of the most celebrated players in college basketball this year. Whenever he steps out onto the court, though, he celebrates one person. I sat down with Jalen to talk about the gesture he makes before every tip and the person he does it for.
3: That's kind of the mindset that I kind of that I carry, you know, into every game. You know, I throw my eggs. You no, know, I, I let him know that I'm thinking about him and I just go kill.
0: Xavier Pollard was the older brother Jalen Suggs never had. They met when Jalen was just four years old.
2: Every practice, every game, Jalen was just like right there looking at X. Like, like, you know what I mean?
3: Um, he was, he was, he was a character. A lot of the stuff that you see for me, especially on the basketball court, um, I got you confident. He was, he loved to talk, to talk trash, and he fed off of that. Um, and he put his work in. He reminds me so much of
2: X. I I mean, just, ugh. Just, like, fearless.
0: Xavier's time on this earth was cut short, though. A few years ago, he died from suicide.
3: It was really hard. It was something that I didn't like, really accept at
0: first. Jalen was 16 when Xavier passed away at the age of 20. Jalen received one final gift from X at his funeral, though, and it inspired the gesture that Jalen now does before every contest.
2: Leading up to the service, you know, I was in conversations with my son, you know, in prayer. And, uh, and he actually said to me that you need to say this at my service. And it said, Jalen, when you get drafted, if you walk across that stage, just give it up for me, and that's why he always do like that. Now,
3: I think that's the first time I've been completely um, not in control of my emotions. I broke down in tears. Um, I've never cried like, I've never cried like that before. Ever since then, I mean, I, that's what I go out and play for every night I know he's watching, and, and I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to fulfill that and live out that journey You know that we both talked about when we were kids.
0: The emotions Jalen felt that day also inspired him to live his life more honestly for his friend who no longer can. Just what have you learned from from his passing?
3: Just, it, it, it's okay, you know, to open up and let let people know, you know, what's going on, especially your people, um, you know. And I, and I was the type of person, again, to, to keep everything in and, you know, try to find it all myself and, and deal with it. No
0: more for Jalen who, along with throwing up the X, talks to Xavier during every national anthem. Um,
3: I just, I think about like memories that we had, things that he used to do, and he used to say. Um, Just let him know that I'm going out of hoopla, man, honestly. Um, Yeah.
0: With every national anthem, every sign of the cross, and every ex. Jalen hopes to get closer to their collective dream. Jalen's basketball journey started with Xavier by his side, and Jalen refuses to let that ever change. Do you plan on pre- continuing the tradition once you get to the NBA? Every
1: day. game. Every a very big thank you to Brenna for letting us run that story here on the podcast. We're going to talk with her here in just a few minutes. Um, I would say... That the biggest negative this season is probably that the fans cannot see Suggs in person because his energy is just absolutely infectious from the moment he steps foot on the floor uh, in warm-ups. He's, he's throwing down highlight reel dunks, he's playing football with his teammates, and I think the thing about him that's so cool is that he's just always, always smiling. Um, and I think the feature that Brenna did speaks to something that I find extremely admirable about Jalen, and that he always seems to be playing for a higher purpose. A lot of high-level athletes uh, seem to be in it for themselves, and Jalen just isn't wired that way. On an individual level, uh, he's got family and friends that he dedicates games to, which you just heard. And I think on a teammate level, he just he has no problem taking a back seat to Corey Kispert or Drew Timmy or whoever else is having a great game on that day. So um, he, just, he makes the right plays to win basketball games for the greater good of the team. And I think that's just super, super um, unselfish of him. And I think Coach Few, uh, I think he may tell you that the best part of his game is just how coachable he is. He's always arm-in-arm with Few during games. Uh, He's always listening. He's always learning. And he always wants to get better. So not only has Jalen Suggs elevated Gonzaga, but I think Gonzaga has also elevated Jalen Suggs. Because he has allowed the coaching staff to make him a better player. And I truly can't wait. If it comes next year, the year after, I mean, whenever it comes, I can't wait for the day that he returns to a packed kennel for the first time and fans can give him the, uh, the, the applause and the adulation that, that, that he really deserves. And it would obviously be even better if that happened during a national championship banner-raising ceremony next season. So we'll see how uh, these next four games go for them. Uh, so those are some of my thoughts on Jalen Suggs. Coming up, we're going to get some additional thoughts from Brenna Green. Uh, she's one of the lucky people who's seen Gonzaga play in person this year. She's talked with Jalen several times through Zoom, so we'll get her thoughts on Suggs and some NCAA tournament thoughts as well. That's coming up. We've been telling you about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar in the market for a while now. Built Bar is the amazing low-calorie, low-sugar, high-fiber, amazing tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate in all bars. Now it is time to find out which Built Bar is the best. It is Built Bar Madness, and we are getting down to the final four. Go to BuiltBar.com or to Bar underscore Built on Twitter to find out which bars still remain. Remember to use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. That is LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com to check back to see who wins today's matchup and who will become the best tasting protein bar. Football fans, are you ready for the NFL Draft? Join Locked On NFL Draft hosts Trevor Sykema and Benjamin Solak as they give you the latest positional rankings and analysis on 2021 draft prospects with team-centric guest mocks right around the corner. Follow the Locked On NFL Draft podcast on the Radio.com app or wherever you get your podcasts. We now welcome Brenna Green from CREM2 in Spokane to the show. Uh, Brenna, before you came on, I was talking about how Jalen Suggs kind of seems to play for a greater purpose, both kind of as an individual and as a teammate. So uh, based on kind of what you've seen and your interactions with him throughout the season, can you kind of speak to uh, his unselfishness, both as a person and as a player?
0: I think what's really interesting about Jalen just watching him play the game of basketball is that, you know, obviously he's this highly touted five-star recruit, uh, you know, this 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 uh, heir apparent in a way. You know, but when he gets out on the court, he works so hard, and he loves getting scrappy. He loves, you know, getting a getting a deflection and then being able to throw the ball back in bounds before it goes out of bounds and and all that stuff and all that extra um, effort that he puts in. And that's really where I see. The, the selflessness out on the court is that, you know, he he's not thinking about, oh, man, maybe I shouldn't, you know, dive over this you know, platform or whatever to get this ball because I have millions of dollars on the line. He's just like, I'm going to send it because this is what I'm supposed to do. And, and I think that is something that really says a lot about him and, and his personality, both on and off of the court.
1: He's obviously had a huge impact just you're one of the lucky ones that gets to to be at games and to talk to him throughout the season, what would you say Gonzaga has met for Jalen Suggs and then on the flip side of that as well, what has Jalen Suggs meant to Gonzaga.
0: I think Gonzaga has been something really centering for him um, over this year there's there's so much chaos going on you know with with everything in the world and i think that gonzaga has been kind of like a safe haven for him and in playing in the kennel and, and playing on that team has just been such uh his kind of his happy place you know um he loves gu and that's that's really obvious when you talk to him and i think that's also really impressive considering you know, he's definitely gotten a watered down version of GU than what you and I got when we went there, you know, he's not really able to go hang out with anybody outside of the basketball team. That's not really a thing. So I think that says a lot about him and how much he's embraced it, that he loves it so much. Um, obviously for Gonzaga, Jalen is the first kid to come in and be an obvious one done in the So the fact that things have gone so well for him is very good towards the future, Chet Holmgren. Um, So, you know, that is something that I think is um, that obviously Jalen is, Jalen is paving the way for something bigger to come. Now, the thing is Gonzaga has to make sure when they're getting these one and done guys that these guys fit their culture still. And these one and done guys aren't you know, selfish because um, that can ha- that can happen, obviously. Yeah, absolutely. So I think that that's that's really important for Gonzaga to remember their roots as they embark on this next level of recruiting.
1: One hundred percent agree. Um, I guess kind of in that same mold, what would, would you say that Jalen Suggs has had the greatest one year impact? Of any player in program history.
0: I think that's uh to be decided.
1: Good yeah. answer. Good yeah. answer.
0: Yeah, I think that we could definitely say that if he wins a national championship. Yeah. I think that For that's sure. but that that is that is the mark considering, you know, I mean, Zach Collins did come off the bench, so he wasn't playing as much, but really he was playing the same amount of time as the starters. Um so, but Zach Collins didn't win a national championship and also maybe not totally his fault, but uh, that national championship game didn't go so great for him. So, uh,
3: yeah. Uh,
1: You could throw, probably throw Nigel williams Gosson there. I know he played, uh, he only played one year, uh, but he was in the program for two years, but the one season that he was actually on the court, um, I think you could throw him in that, in that argument as well. So moving on, I saw on Twitter that you're vaccinated and you're going into Indianapolis, which is awesome. So number one, How lucky are you? Number two, how excited are you?
0: Well, it's a big deal. Um, You know, for us and our company, we are are a part of a, you know, I think there's like 40 or 50 stations in our company. As of right now, uh, at least to our knowledge, we're the only station going to Indy in the entire company. Wow. Um, Because they just were like, we're not going to send people because, you know, we're not going to risk it right now. Um, so this is a really big deal that we get to go. Uh, <laughs> it's 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 not easy. It took it took a lot of planning, a lot of pulling strings, a lot of different things. So um, yeah, I'm just lucky in terms of my company, first of all. But secondly, um, obviously, just so lucky to be able to experience something like this. I mean, I there's so many people that. I want to be there I mean I was there in 2017 during the national championship and just how fun that was obviously this year is a little bit different but no Gonzaga fan would say if they had access to tickets would say yeah I I wouldn't want to go because the atmosphere wouldn't be the same like no you would want to go like you want to watch your team win a national championship so uh yeah just very lucky to be able to experience this and and hopefully for the team it, it turns out the the way they want it to.
1: This is, um, I feel like this is a cliche question for all media personalities at this point, but like how challenging seriously has this season been for you guys, given that there's no in-person access to players, no in- in-person access to coaches, um, and just kind of coming up with stories with limited sound bites?
0: Yeah, you saw my eyes get big there. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, let's just talk about the tournament right now. Oh my gosh, it's, it's brutal for the tournament right now. Because you get, you know, you have the one time before a game, you get Mark Few and you get one or two players. That's it. Okay. And like, you know, we've all heard from Mark a million times. Like at this point, I I would almost be like, can you just give us more players? Like that'd be like, we're good. We're good. You know, Um, but then, you know, you get in those pressers and like today, you know, there's it's just, it's a completely random barrage of questions. obviously like we're kind of a part of that too because we'll ask some random questions but like you know if you're going into the locker room you can kind of do that in a different way and it's not like impeding anybody else whereas now it's like you know there's questions to get asked that you're just kind of like why why do we need to ask this like I mean but people are doing different stories people are doing different things but you know you only have 15 minutes every time with, with one person. So it's, it's really difficult. And I mean, even like after, um, after the Oklahoma game, Timmy gets into the presser. And I think before I asked him like, just how did it feel to you know, have a game like that? Like the, the biggest game of his life in the biggest game of his life so far, I think there'd been like one or two questions that were actually about the game. And then there was just a bunch of smattering of a bunch of different other stuff. And so, like, I got a text after from somebody being like, thank you for actually asking about the game. (laughs) Like, because it can just get, it can get crazy in there. I mean, like, we were talking to Drew about Xbox after the Oklahoma game at one point. And I'm like, all right, like, I know this is for somebody's story, but, like, uh, but then, like, I get it, too, because this is the only time you can talk to these players.
1: Yeah.
0: So it's really difficult. Um, You know, I... I I feel really lucky in terms of the fact that I think our sports department was kind of like in a weird way prepping for this moment. I mean, obviously we didn't know it was coming, but we are consistently, you know, trying to go out and and do different things and not have our sports cast be based off a press conference or highlights or whatever. And so because we were already thinking like that, it made switching to COVID stuff a little bit easier, but, um, but, yeah, I mean, we got a few one-on-ones with Gonzaga, um, you know, over the over the season, but obviously way less than what we normally have, would have gotten if we had locker room access. Right. So you just, you really have to broaden your horizons, so You
1: yep. just got to go with it. That's basically yeah. the story of 2020 and 2021. Absolutely. Um, last question. We're going to go down memory lane. You were at Gonzaga in the early 2010s, uh, kind of during the Olenek and Pangos era. Um, the program at the time was kind of on the, the rise, but like it wasn't anything like it is now. Did you ever think when you were in school or even like the two years after you graduated that it would ever be what it is right now?
0: Well, you and I remember um, the day that they got ranked number one. Yes. Um, I skipped class that day to do like some piece for ESPN and you helped me shoot it. And yes. it took an hour to shoot the standups because of wind, me screwing up and construction. It was a great time. Um, shout out to you for feeling yeah. <laughs> that. I'm really upset that that blooper reel doesn't exist. So <laughs> it was so funny. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I look back on that and just how excited we were about that to the day it's just like now it's like oh yeah they're ranked number one whatever like we don't we don't even talk about it it's not even it's not worth talking about team doesn't want to talk about it it's like all right well this is normal so yeah it's it's crazy to see you know their uh, meteoric rise so to say so yeah I mean can I tell can I tell a favorite Kelly Olenek story since we're
1: absolutely go for it
0: okay all right my freshman year I like drank out of a cup. I ended up getting tonsillitis. It was bad. And then it kept coming back. So Kelly and I were in the same, um, we were in the same health class. And it was, by the way, not just Kelly and I, Sam Dower was in that class. Marco Gonzalez was in that class. And Mike Nielsen was the teacher.
1: Wow. Okay, It
0: It was an incredible class. And so, like the one of the things was like at the beginning of the semester, you had to set a goal for yourself and then try to get to it, like some sort of exercise or food or whatever related goal, mental health, whatever. And um, and so, because of my tonsillitis situation, I never, uh, I, I, I didn't really pursue that goal. Um, Probably wouldn't have pursued it anyways, to be honest with you, because I was a freshman and like, who wants to go work out as an 18 year old? I was like, no, I want to go do other things, thanks. But um, but anyway, so I did come up and like, I did go up and um, do a presentation like in front of the class and basically talk about what happened, you know, whatever. A Few months later, I'm into Smet on a Saturday night and I just hear down the, the hallway- stage.
1: Hold on, that's the start of every good story. Yes. Keep going. I,
0: just, I just hear him go. I just hear somebody down the hallway go, tonsillitis girl! <laughs> and I was like, oh no. Oh no. And I'm like, yeah, and I turned around, and it's Kelly Olynyk yelling crazy. down the hallway, and just meant tonsillitis girl. And I was mortified and I was like, man, okay. Now, like, I have to make sure that, like, Kelly Olynyk at least, like, learns my name over this time at Gonzaga because I cannot be known as tonsillitis girl like that cannot happen and thankfully like like he ended up like at least learning my name so he knew who I was but yeah uh for a period of time I was known as tonsillitis girl to Kelly Olenek so that's pretty good yeah that's my claim to fame right there
1: well that's a good story and I'm sure you're gonna have Many, many stories to give us when you're in Indianapolis. I appreciate you coming on the show. Keep up the good work and be safe. Thank you so much for having me, Stephen. I appreciate it. You can follow Brenna on Twitter, if you aren't already, at BrennaGreen You can follow me on Twitter at SCargo, and you can follow the podcast as well at LockedOnSags. Don't forget to rate and subscribe to the pod and feel free to leave us a review. We'll be back on Monday with a recap of the Creighton game and go over whatever else happened in the Sweet 16. Enjoy the weekend, try to stay calm during the game, and always remember, it's a great day to be a Zag.